Hey, hey, hey. This is Miss Taken. I am one of your hosts, Amanda. Joined by Dan. Dan. Um, it's been a long time. What have we been doing, Dan? <laughs> I don't know. All kinds of stuff. Life. There's been some birthdays. I mean, I don't even remember when it was the that it was that we did the last one that we did. Yeah, I don't remember either, but I know it's been a very long time. Yeah, it's been a few months. Um, I think like some sicknesses happened and then like some house projects and or auto projects and um, yeah. trips, trips, camping, um, uh, voyages across the United States. I don't know. Uh, lots of stuff that's going on. Yes. So it's been a long time. Sorry. It'll happen. Hopefully not too much. Anyway, this episode we are talking about... Dun dun dun. Thunderbirds. Go. Those? Thunderbirds go? <laughs> no. Oh. Um... What do you know about Thunderbirds, Dan? Uh, I know that they're a big bird. Not to be confused with the big yellow bird of Sesame Street, uh, puppeted by... Oh, I... I I think... Carol? Spinny? Spinner? Spinny? Spinny? You know, I forgot. Anyway, uh, they're big birds. Um, I think they're of, like, some kind of Native American, like lore mm-hmm. but um that's about all i don't know they're big they're birds they're thunderous they are um yeah so you're right native american mythology is um you know that's kind of where they come from um the the native americans that mostly had them um in their legends were from the plains from the northwest coast and the Midwest, um, tribes like the Sioux and the Arapaho tribes, um, and some other ones that are harder for me to pronounce. Um, so yeah, they had them in their mythology. Um, some of these tribes, um, would often put them, uh, on top of their totem poles, um, and use them in other, um, art and, um, for cultural things. Um, yes, they're big birds, giant birds, humongous birds. I do believe that the Mothman, uh, was possibly considered to be a Thunderbird. Hmm, that could very well be. Maybe right there. Um, some tribes describe them as being so big that they could carry a killer whale, much like an eagle would carry its prey. Um, that would be a really big bird. Really big. Um, more recent accounts don't seem like they're that big, though. Um, so they're a big bird. A lot of the time they're seen as being dark and feathered. Um, but other ones, other accounts have said that they have bright feathers, which, um, kind of didn't fit the picture in my head. Um, One legend said that they had bright feathers that they could remove like a blanket to take human form, which I had never heard that before. Like shape-shifting? Yeah, like I never heard of a Thunderbird being much of a shapeshifter. but in one legend that I looked up on the internet, it said that 
that was something they could do. Um, they are called Thunderbirds because they bring the sound of thunder when they fly. A lot of people who see them will hear thunder also. Um, they could possibly bring rainfall or storms with them. And some accounts, some legends that probably not eyewitness accounts of this, but um, say that they shoot lightning from their eyes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is a really cool trait. <laughs> Laser-eyed, lightning-eyed birds. Lightning-eyed birds. Um, uh, to a lot of the, the Native Americans, they were seen as a force of nature, they were very sacred, or they were seen as powerful, but basically ordinary. Just kind of a, you know, oh, there's, there's a thunderbird. Yep. Hey, bird. Yeah. So, they're either really sacred or, eh. Um... I guess modern day people might think of them as being a descendant of the pterodactyl. And some accounts have said that they look more like a pterodactyl than a bird um, with smooth skin and all of that. But we will get into that uh, in when I start telling certain accounts. Um, to the Brule Sioux, they have the legend of the Wakinyan Tonka. Um, which is interesting, like their interpretation of the Thunderbird in that in that legend is that the Thunderbird is really a group of formless beings um, that were clothed in clouds. And so there were four of them. Um, each were for like the four cardinal points. Uh, so the east was a yellow Thunderbird. The west was a black one. The south was a white one, and the north was a red one. Um, and they were very large and had, like, disjointed wings and stuff, which was interesting. And then a, I could be probably saying this wrong, but a Yaki tribe um, had the legend of the Otamkawi. I'm probably saying that wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, which was basically, instead of it being... Like the Wakinyan Tonka, where they're kind of a peaceful um, entity. The Otamkawi pretty much lived in the Black Hills. And they would fly around looking for food and carry people off to eat them. I mean, if they <laughs> can, that that's probably not a, a, you know, if they could pick up whales, then, you know, nabbing a person's like. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Seems pretty, uh, pretty easy at that point. Um, so probably one of the earliest accounts, which is really up for debate on if it is true or not, is the Tombstone Thunderbird. So this is Arizona, Tombstone, Arizona, around 1890. Um, one account I read said there, <laughs> there were six gunslingers, but all the other accounts said that there were just two. Um, so I'm going to lean toward there being just two, um, but that they saw the Thunderbird in the sky. They, of course, shot it down because if you see a huge bird in the sky, I guess you're going to shoot at it. Well, I mean, people <laughs> often when they're, I mean, that is their knee jerk reaction is, oh, I don't understand what this is. Kill it. 
Yeah. So what what constitutes as being a gunslinger? Uh, somebody with a gun who knew how to shoot it. So not just someone who is packing heat. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they shot it down. They dragged it back to town, and um. They, it, this creature was so huge, it had a 190-foot wingspan. Um, but it was smooth-skinned and had wings with, like, membrane, like you would see in our common-day interpretation of a pterodactyl, like in Jurassic Park, that kind of thing. Kind of common-day. E- yeah. Um, and this was all written up in the local paper, the Tombstone Epitaph. Um so that's kind of funny. Um, and was yeah. Th- was there a picture? Well, and that's where the accounts are weird because if you look online, you can see a picture of old Western people uh, holding up a big pterodactyl. Now, when the Tombstone Epitaph was a newspaper, it did not have the ability to print pictures. So that picture likely isn't real Hmm. um and is probably somebody's creation after reading this story sure makes sense yeah it is a a pretty nifty picture though people do like to shoot the whoops yes they do um so but the twist to this story is that so that all happened in 1890 apparently in the 30s or 40s um it's not specific no okay so uh, again who's to say that this is actually real um but there were there was a celebration an old tombstone i guess and an old man there claimed to be one of the gunslingers that shot at the thunderbird but he said that the newspaper blew it way out of proportion they never killed it they did chase it but um their horses got scared and um they couldn't get their horses to continue following it, so they just went home. Um, and then another source said that there was a man named Harry McClure who knew this old man who claimed to be one of the gunslingers and that the wingspan was actually 20 to 30 feet, not 190 feet, like the newspaper made it out to be. 20 to 30 feet, still pretty big. It's still pretty big, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> it's still pretty big, but it's... It's nothing compared to 190 feet. I mean, 20 feet is like a 60s automobile. Yeah. So um, there's that account. Whether or not it is true, um, you know, it kind of, to me, seems to lean toward not being true. But it's a cool story. Um, After that, let me see. All of my accounts are kind of scattered all over the page. In, um, I did read a couple small little blurbs about, like, in 1838 in the Swiss Alps, there was a report of a very large bird carrying away a five-year-old girl to, to its nest. Um, that account said that they did, um, find her deceased there in bones of, like, sheep and pigs and stuff. I'm not really sure that that's truer. In 1932, in Norway, another five-year-old girl uh, was carried away by a huge eagle for a mile, but ended up letting her go, and she was fine. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, so, there's those things. And then, 
let me see what's next. That's 2001. So I guess I kind of wanted to save this story for last, but chronologically it, it would have been next. Um, this is probably one of the most popular sightings case, like sighting stories out there about the Thunderbird. It happened in 1977 uh, in July in Lawndale, Illinois. Um, and this was actually on an episode of a Discovery Channel um, show called Into the Unknown. And I do believe I remember watching this episode um, sometime in my past. So in it, um, they interview or they recreate. I don't think they I'm not sure if they interviewed people. It was so long ago that I watched it, but they recreate what happened. And it was at nighttime. There were three boys. Um, I think they were all around 10 years old and they were outside playing hide and seek. Um, the boys' names were Michael Thompson, Travis Goodwin, and Marlon Lowe. Um, and they were all, yeah, they were all outside playing hide and seek. Mm -hmm. Two birds that were giant birds um, ended up swooping down at them from the sky. They went for Travis Goodwin first, but missed him. But they swooped around again, and one of the birds was able to catch Marlon Lowe. Um, so it got him in its talons and carried him, like, three feet off the air. Off uh, the air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> three feet off the ground. Sorry. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, carried him three feet off the ground for 35 feet. Uh, and then um, he was fighting. There's reports of, like, you know, his mom hearing him screaming and coming and also trying to fight off the bird. Um, but the bird dropped him and they both flew away. So witnesses to this account are obviously all of the boys, um, the parents of Marlon Lowe, Ruth and Jake, and their friends, um, Betty and Jim Daniels. Um, all of them went to tell the police. The police didn't believe them. They're like, ah, yeah, right, sure, sure that happened. And um, they also told the Illinois Department of Conservation. Um, I think from this, they got ridiculed was, is what I um, read. Um, the boy was made fun of in school. The parents were um, kind of ridiculed at their places of employment for fabricating a hoax. Sure. I mean, when people see something fantastic, typically they are... Um, The, there's a word, there's a word that I can't think of, um, ostracized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, doing the math with this one, it happened in 1977. If Marlon Lowe was 10 years old, then he would be about 50, 51 right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so quite possibly still living or having living family members or the other two boys would also still be living possibly. Did you Google him? Uh, I tried. I didn't really get anything. Okay. But anyway, it'd be interesting to see if what his take on the is, what his take on this story, this event that, that apparently happened to him is if, you know, if he still is very, um, 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Determined that it actually happened or if if he's thinking in hindsight that maybe he uh, made it out to be bigger than what it actually was. He probably really still believes it, but if anyone comes asking, it never happened. And he gets very angry. That could be. And runs them off his property with like a shotgun or something. Yeah, <laughs> you never know. Because mm-hmm. he lives in a junkyard um, and has a dog. Yeah, I don't know. This story, I mean, to me, it's very interesting just because there are so many people who say they saw it happen. And if it was able to lift him off the ground, like, you'd think there there would be marks on him or on his clothing. His clothing should have holes in it from talons grabbing him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I wish there was more out there on this story. I I kind of want to believe it, but I'm still not not quite sure. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Marlon Lowe, if you're if you're out there, uh, send us an email or something. <laughs> Reach out to us on the Instagram. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Talk to us. Anyway, um. So the, yeah, that was probably the most um. The biggest account. Uh. Since then, there has been other sightings. In 2001, in September 2001, somebody on Route 119 in South Greensburg, Pennsylvania, um, they were driving down Route 119 and say they saw a very large bird flying above them. Um, They were clued into its presence because they heard the sound something akin to flags flapping in a thunderstorm. They look up and there's this big bird there. It's got 10 to 15 foot wingspan and three foot big head. And they saw this bird for 90 seconds approximately. Um, It was flying. It tried to land on a a tree with dead branches, but the branches wouldn't hold its weight. And earlier that year in Greenville, Pennsylvania, so in June of that year, another person saw another large plane or a large bird. They thought it was a small plane until they got a closer look at it. It was grayish black and it had a 15 foot wingspan. They watched it for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Hmm. It perched in a tree for. Like 10, 10 minutes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How big was this again? Uh, 15 foot wingspan. Hmm. And it could just sit in a tree? Yeah, I know. That part is like, really? Plus, I'm thinking... Was this a Siska Bruce, Bruce tree? Like, I don't know. But I'm thinking, like, this was in 2001. In 2001, we, you know, we have technology. Yeah, but... In this two- thing was actually there for 20 minutes. I think... Yeah, I would have tried to at least go get a camera or something. Sure. But I mean, even like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people just had like disposable cameras like the, or, you know, that was, that was kind of the beginning of the digital camera. So they would have got, when it went and got their, you know, two megapixel digital camera that just has like digital zoom and would have gotten a super blurry, you know. Better than nothing. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Better than nothing. Um... So, yeah, that was 2001. In 2000, well, 
I think this was 2012, so now we're getting closer to to our time um, in Alaska. There's been some big hubbub in Alaska. Um, a couple villages in 2012 saw a bird with a 14-foot wings- wingspan. Didn't really say anything other than that, but this was reported by Reuters. And then in this year... Reuters? I thought it was just called Reuters. I don't know. I've always called it Reuters. Oh, okay. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never really bothered to pay attention I'm, to how I, it's I, I, it's I probably pronounced. just can't read, so <laughs> you are the, the English person. Um, In 2018, so in January of this year, in Juneau, Alaska, a woman named Tabitha Bauer swears she saw a bird while driving to the movie theater. She says it had a 20-foot wingspan, and she was driving, and she knew the wingspan was that big because it went, um, you know, it was driving overhead, and it could reach across the entire highway. Um, and she said she noticed that it, it started raining, and this was just before sunset, so she had a pretty good look at it as she was driving. That's all... That's all she says. That's all that I found anyway. It started raining. It opened up a portal to another dimension, and it disappeared. Maybe. Um, That's also, I guess, where she was driving is kind of close to a glacier. I forget the name of it, but it starts with an M. So I think there might be some some people who were thinking, does it live in or near that glacier? I don't know. And yeah, so that is pretty much all of the accounts that I was able to look up for this. I tried to look up some videos too. Um, there, if you just like Google YouTube, um, Thunderbird videos of Thunderbird, cryptid. Um, there's one that's titled 9-2-2014 Large Thunderbird on Video. It's very long. It's I didn't even watch all of it because it mostly just seems like somebody is taking a video of a storm. Um, around the 18 minute 40 second mark, you do see a bird flying. I mean, it's a bird. It's at a distance. It's hard to really see how big it is, but he on the video is saying that it's a thunderbird. So take that as you will. If you want to look it up, go ahead. Um, there is a photo that somebody took in March of 2017. Um, you know, it looks like a big bird. You can find it on Cryptozoology News. They have the photo there in a little article as well. Um, I mean, it's a pretty cool photo, but it is hard to to see um, perspective size. Birds in sky, you know, there's not much you can compare them to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I came up with. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of, like prehistoric creatures and things like that like are there are there like uh skeletal like remains of any like super large birds of like recent date 
Not the not that I dug up, hmm. but uh, maybe a more thorough search would provide an answer to that question. What is the lifespan? Did you look up like what modern day birds' lifespans are, like like a bald eagle or, or like one of the some of the larger birds that are living today? No. Um, so a lot of people have said that the largest bird out there is called a wandering albatross. So they're thinking maybe people are seeing this guy because they can get up to 12 feet wingspan. Um, but 12 feet's pretty big. It is pretty big. But a lot of the places where these bird or these large birds are being seen is not typically a place that the wandering albatross lives. That's well, the only problem. Are they not a migrating bird or are they mm. I mean sometimes animals just go. <laughs> Especially in you know, in, in our ever changing climate. They you know, you end up with sharks in the river or you know, they just animals just kinda they they just go with the flow. I mean, they, they have patterns, but sometimes they make mistakes. Yeah, it's not unheard of. Um, looks like albatrosses live around 42 years. So, I don't know what that means for other birds, but if the albatross is the one with the largest wingspan, then there you go. Hey, okay. So, you know, birds can live for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wouldn't be, I mean, do they, what do, do they, they, do they stop growing or like, can they, sorry, you, these aren't things that you would, you would prepare. So <laughs> I am not a bird expert. Um, some, yeah, I know someone who probably would have been a good person to talk to about birds specifically. Yeah. Jake. I mean, he, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't see why there couldn't be just a really big bird that just doesn't go flying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if their um if their range is pretty large, I mean, they could potentially fly wherever they want and yeah. eat along the way and like uh, you know, maybe they live in a little bit more remote area and then just occasionally they get lost or you know they follow something else and then they just end up elsewhere um yeah i mean lawndale if we look back to the 1977 case lawndale illinois pulling up a map i mean it looks Fairly rural. It, yeah. Looks like just a little, little town. Kind of north of Springfield. Are south of Peoria. Most of the sightings near night. So like maybe the Thunderbird is nocturnal and they just happen to come out a little bit early every once in a while. Mm, yeah, because I mean... The 1977 one, they said it was like 8, 8.30, 30, 
And then the most recent one in Juneau, Alaska, the January 16th one, was like before sunset, just before sunset. So maybe that's why they're not seen all that much is because they just fly at night. Or maybe when they're being seen, it's just they're like they're at the end of their lifespan and they're just like, hey, I'm going to go out with a bang. Look, I scared a bunch of people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that that's what they think about. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know there their mental capacity <laughs> all right well yeti scale for the thunderbird uh i'm all yetis i you know the, when it comes to just animals that are big animals and and or animals that are of like native american lore i typically just you know i mean there's giants there were giant sloths there were yeah there were and giant insects back way back in the day and we also end up with giant people like Mm -hmm. i mean people you know they end up with gigantism so i don't see why big animals can't just happen too true true so you're giving a 10 out of 10 score yeah wow perfect score for the thunderbird um you know i don't see why they can't be possible I, i mean i would think in Especially if there was a sighting in 2018, although she was driving and probably not supposed to have her phone on her. Yeah, but she did. She was probably (laughs) talking to someone. But, like, yeah. It's like, take a picture. Take a picture. If you're seeing anything now, take a picture. It doesn't matter how crappy it'll look. At least you got something down. Yeah, but that's there's also, like, when you are, like, holy shit kind of thing, like... It's or like there's just something that you're like, well, I need to take a picture of this right now. That's when it's almost impossible for you to get your phone out, get it set up and get it to the picture thing or the, you know, to the camera and, you know, just push that button. Like it seems to be impossible to do when you need to take a picture of something. I mean, I guess that's true enough with our daughter. Yeah. (laughs) We've we've missed many a good photo opportunity because she just doesn't stay still with what she's doing. So it's quite difficult to take a picture in a clinch. (laughs) <laughs> I can see that. So you give 10. I think I'm going to go 7.5. 7.5. Yeti. That's still a heck of a lot of yetis. It's still a lot of yetis because, you know, I like I like the, the thought of there being a thunderbird. I well, know. I mean, no, no, no. I don't want a big giant bird to come <laughs> swoop out of the sky and pick well, me up. Well, I don't. I don't want it to be like the the Yaki legend of Otomkawi where yeah they're scooping you up to eat but yeah. we haven't heard any reports of that really. Don't no. and you know how many reports I don't hear about sharks in the Pacific Ocean yet I still don't like going in it. <laughs> but I mean there's riptides and stuff those are terrifying in them in in of themselves. Yeah, those yeah. those things are not anything to mess with. At all. All right. Well, I think that uh, wraps up the Thunderbird, right? Yeah. Do you have any um, any clue as to what we should talk about next time? Oh, no idea. No idea. <laughs> no I'm idea. Sure there's something. Yes. <laughs> um, well, if if anybody out there has an idea for us, just let us know. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We have email. Mm-hmm. Um, send us send us word. Drop us a line. Say hi. And to answer your Instagram question, Sammy, uh, now. What? 
I was answering his Instagram question. I don't understand. His Instagram question was, when are we going to oh. not be lazy and do another show? Okay, I yeah. gotcha. I, it took me a little while. Yeah. Sorry. So, thanks for making my answer a lot longer than it needed to be. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Enjoyed. All right. Well, um, hopefully it won't be like four months from now when we do another one of these, but uh, if it is, keep it weird. Oh, wait, everybody's heard about the bird. Bird, 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 bird.